2: The Sports Bar with danger and Bataglia.
1: Afield back to pass, pocket collapsing, steps up, heaves it down the field. This is going to reach the
3: end zone, and it's incomplete. Godwin turned around a little too late, but he was in the vicinity to make the catch. He did not, and the game is over. Third week in a row, the game ends with the ball in the end zone. My goodness. I hate it coming down to a last play like that. We put our defense in that situation a few times in the past couple weeks. we got to find a way to end it on our own terms. Lots of problems still with the Bills. Mike Danger.
4: It's a victory Monday on a Friday that feels like a... I don't know what day it feels like anymore. Right. But we're celebrating another Buffalo Bills
3: victory at Gene Bataglia. We just start there. It doesn't matter like, how these wins are happening. They're just happening. So let's just kind of enjoy this. Yes. And a hello World Series. Hello. The NBA says it's investigating James Harden's absence from the sixth. College football, the Sabres. And then a game tonight against the New Jersey Devils. Hammerx, Laval.
2: 95.7 FM and AM 950. The fan, Rochester.
4: Happy hour in the sports bar. Who knew? Who knew that we had the answer all along? That all of us were so intelligent, so smart, that when we saw problems with the Buffalo Bills, we knew there was really only one thing that needed to happen to kind of start curing all of your ails. It. It was Josh Norman all along. Bringing
3: in Josh Norman and letting him... Kidding. I-, I thought you were going to say it was us. Hey, let's have Josh run the ball. Let's go three wide receivers. Only use the one tight end. And let's pick up the pace here just a little bit. Fantastic wow. day for
4: every living room head coach and armchair coordinator that exists. And sports talk show Sports hosts. talk show hosts that need <laughs> the validation. Please tell us that we're right. We were right. This is exactly what the Bills needed offensively. It's the word that we kind of identified after last week's loss. It was rhythm. You heard rhythm come out of Josh Allen's mouth. We want to get into a rhythm. We can't get into a rhythm. Well, you, you see what that now looks like you you know what a rhythm looks like and primarily it looks like no huddle it looks like a quicker pace it looks like spreading the ball to different receivers and getting everybody involved it looks like 11 personnel and not 12 personnel dawson knox not being in the lineup forces their Mm -hmm. hand to try this which it seems is a better fit for the bills personnel josh allen running the ball josh allen sliding protecting himself Still dinged up still. Yeah. Dinged. I oh, mean, no,
3: no, no, no. Sean McDermott says everything. Uh, you're, right, you're
4: right. No, we, when, when interviewed after halftime by Kaylee Hartung of part of prime, how's Josh Allen? Josh is fine. Josh is not fine. Josh is, is playing with a, a bad shoulder. He's hurt. He's
3: not injured. He's hurt. Chances are he's going to have to deal with that at least through the bye week, if not through the rest of the season. Did, can they get one of those TO hyperbolic chambers there where you sleep in all oxygen? Yeah, that's what or, I hope yeah, they're doing. Like, they do. They should be there, doing yeah.
4: that. Yeah, Whatever. Whatever it takes, man
3: pump him with whatever you need to do to make him comfortable and get him out there. Listen, you can call us eight, six, six, four, fan eight, six, six, four, three, two, six, the negative. Okay. The fact that that was even a game at the end. And you could certainly question Sean McDermott because it didn't work out. Now I would say this. There's a lot of people that are really really,
4: big mad at Sean McDermott today. Yeah. Terrible
3: coaching job. Two twice in plus territory, fourth and two. You're punting at the 42. Why? Well, He's looking at Tampa Bay, and the first time it worked out, they went three and out. Second time, not so much. So it's like the whammy. You can only hit the button so many times. You have some faith in your offense. I think there's a fine line there with Sean McDermott. If he's playing the Chiefs or the Chargers or any team, the Bengals, with half an offense, he's not doing that. Okay, So I think that was kind of a game management thing. But on the positive, can we just kind of bask in the idea that the Bills may really have a true number two option now to, to Steph Diggs. Dalton Kincaid has something when you're watching football and you just realize that looks different, whether that's a toe tap or whether it's a, hey, the ball is behind me. Well, lots of receivers will catch a ball behind them, and then they'll get tackled. He did it all seamlessly. The guy has hands that are made with stickum. Stickum. I mean, he's catching everything at this point,
4: right? And and you contrast it with what we've had in Dalton. I'm sorry, in Dawson Knox, who a, a tight end who didn't even catch a touchdown in
3: college, right? Like just wasn't really used that way in college at all. At
2: all.
0: Right. In
3: and in Dawson Knox, his first year couldn't block. We he had kind of he's had a learning curve. I think he's a productive tight end, but this is. This feels like this has the ability to be something special. Sure does, um, and and it's
4: it's comforting to know that it's still just his rookie season. That he's going to get bigger, he's going to get stronger, he's going to get faster, and um, they, they, they might have something. It, it, I love that you're saying you see something and you immediately say no. This looks different. This there's something special here because I I think a lot of us remember that first. Touchdown pass Josh Allen threw in the preseason of his rookie year against the Browns. A touchdown pass to Rod Streeter. And when you saw it, you're like, wait a minute. We haven't seen that in a while. That's, or, that's different.
3: That or, looks better than what we've had. It, where it's a Patrick Mahomes in a preseason game against Atlanta oh, where he just magnificent zoom, oh, right over Tyreek the top. Hill, yeah, right. right over the top. Like, wait a second. Who has that sort of arm? Things that look different. Now, when I'm saying the positive, Okay. It took a Dawson Knox injury to kind of lock this. I mean, that 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 is one of the knocks is that they are loyal to a fault. Loyal to a fault sometimes. Well, I think they trust who they trust. Loyal to a fault. Yeah. They they, you know,
4: Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean. They have a type. And if you are their type, they will be loyal to a fault. They will trust you with everything. They will they will put you in situations you don't normally see them in. Jordan Poyer playing in the
3: box. I mean, just really like that was different last night. They had three safeties. I like that. Remember, we're like, how are they going to use Taylor Rab? Well, last go. night, yeah, last night was different. Yeah, yeah, there
4: there you go. You completely, almost completely eliminated Mike Evans from the game. Uh, He gets the touchdown pass. Off a helmet. Right. I mean, Benford had a nice game. Um, Hell, even Josh Norman, who I was joking about, in special teams, made a couple of nice plays. So you you got contributions um, from a lot of key players. And you saw the the offense distribute the ball uh, to to weapons that we've been waiting for. You know, weapons like Gabe Davis. Weapons like... uh, Dalton Kincaid, the aforementioned. Weapons like Khalil Shakir, who had his best day as a pro. 96 yards, six catches, and, you know, also physical. Not just catch, go down, physical. Physical after the catch as well. You can see these guys starting to fight for more of that yak. Uh, Mm -hmm. Gabe Davis, targeted 12 times, 87 yards. Ask me how many catches he had.
3: Nine. Nine times. Career high. Which is surprising. Like, wait a second. Wasn't the Chiefs' playoff game? No, <laughs> that was just big play, big yeah, play, big play.
4: Yeah. Um, so we're we're enthusiastic. It's a win, but it's a win that that doesn't come without questions, and and those are questions that will continue to kind oh. of dissect and, and break apart here over the course of the next. Seven uh, seven days is seven to ten days. Actually, as we have uh, a week from Sunday night, a trip to
3: Cincinnati on the books. You can. Uh, we'll get to some of your calls in here in just a second. You can write to us on X, formerly known as Twitter, as Peter has written in. All right, Danger, you're the judge. Dalton Kincaid is the new Carson Wentz. Q. Berlin.
4: I'm not going with that yet.
3: Oh, not yet, Peter. Oh, no, come on.
4: Not yet. I you know, you know who I still like. I mean, I'm I'm still a fan of uh you know, Pickens is still my guy. Big George Pickens guy over here. Love me some George Pickens. I know he's not a Buffalo Bill.
3: But I love that guy. A, bull, a bulldog with flat paper for hands. <sighs> I I I'm close. I'm very close, Peter. Uh our phone number, 585 866 fan eight six six four three two six. 4326 Brad in Rochester, first up. Hey, Brad.
5: Hey, guys. Um, I Brad, your microwave you is uh, dinging.
4: Your, your microwave is going off. Go ahead. I'm good. I'm All good.
5: Right. Um, I do
4: appreciate, because I was at the game last night, and that's why I'm sounding a little hoarse here. Um, that was a great game. I'm wondering about the officiating and how horrible it was in that one
5: drive. Um, the one that seemed to take... Uh, the whole fourth quarter.
3: Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. The, the Taron Johnson call. Somebody's got to explain that to me. Now, the, the, on the other hand, Jordan Phillips, how dumb can you be? I don't know if you you were able like, to catch that. I did, they probably didn't show it on the scoreboard, yeah. but there was oh, a. Oh no, they yeah. showed
5: it on the big screen. Oh, I'm just wondering okay. if the whistle blew before he grabbed the face mask. But that's neither here nor there because we couldn't
4: hear the whistle, anyways. Um, the other part is I do love that this offense is evolving, even though it's because Knox you know, got hurt, but I'm glad the team took it on themselves to change, which isn't the worst thing in the world. They're
5: going back to what they know is right for him, and it looked good last night, and I'm hoping that it just evolves even more going on, going forward.
3: Yeah, Brad, appreciate it, and, uh, you know, get some rest. We're all going to be, uh, you know, going to bed a little earlier tonight. That
4: fourth-quarter uh, drive was ridiculous. 17 plays, 92 uh, yards. You had all those fourth-down uh, penalties that, to extend the drive. I, I mean, it felt a little fishy. I For it, for guys that had yeah, Tampa plus yeah. eight and a half, it I mean, felt a little fishy. Yeah, I'm
3: like, oh, great. Here we we got to sweat this out because of this drive. I did love their call to go for two. So many guys that were sitting in the press, like, why do they go for two now? I'm like, well, if they don't go for two now, they're still only down by eight. You're going to get one of the two. Go here. for a two now. Go for or the later. two now, yeah. and you don't have to worry about overtime. Yeah, go
4: for two now, and if you get the ball back, you score a touchdown, you win with an extra point. Yeah. you don't have to go for two again.
3: Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. Uh, Chris, not in Kentucky, in South Central Kentucky. Chris, what's up,
2: buddy? Oh, uh, not too much. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I hear you say it all the time that marriage is a continuous negotiation. So this is going somewhere my wife has this cat that brings in garter snakes as presents. (laughs) Oh Oh, no. Yep. So as part of the continuous negotiation, I'm not a particular fan of this cat. She says, Hey, we can go to see sporting events. We can go to see the sabers. We can go to see the bills when they're around. So next we or yeah, next up, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, yeah. I will be in Cincinnati. Plus, we are going to the Denver game in on a Monday night football. Look at this guy. So, oh wow! Jeez, geez. you got so, this whole—you got everything mapped out there. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I also did want to talk about uh, the game last night. I don't know if it, it's been a uh, regular day game or even a Sunday or a Monday night game. Would uh, Sean Mc? Chris, we lost
3: you. Oh, it's, um, you know what it is? It's, it's, it, it, they're just now
4: getting cell phone get technology bit, in, uh, in Kentucky. <laughs> in Kentucky. Are you there, Chris? <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, you you yeah. cut out for us there for a second, buddy. We Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue with what you were saying.
2: Okay, well, uh, what I was saying was uh, if it had been any other night other than Thursday, because Thursday nights you have these weird injuries, it's sloppy football. And you've already got Josh playing hurt. Oh, wait, he's fine. (laughs) But uh, if it had been a Monday night game or a Sunday night game, do you think that they would have gone maybe a little bit more aggressive there with the offense in the uh, second half? Uh,
3: uh, No, I think it was just the opponent. I think it was more like, we've got this game. Let's shorten it up. Josh. Isn't a hundred percent. We're not gonna say that to anybody, and their offense isn't doing anything, and their offense got a lot of breaks. And Chris, uh I appreciate you always uh and you know, have fun at those next two games. Uh would the Bills have done anything differently had it been a different night? No, I think they would have done everything differently, like if it's this coming Sunday night against the Bengals, but if it's Monday night against the Broncos, forget it. Boy, how about that? Like three straight prime time games. The Hail Mary danger at the end. That was a well-thrown ball by Baker Mayfield. But I'm just wondering. I think th- I don't think anybody thought he could get the ball to them. Right. If that's if that's in daytime, can you pick up the ball a little better? I'm I, wondering how much that was No, affected. I
4: honestly don't think anybody, Tampa Bay included. I don't think anybody from the Bucs or anybody <laughs> thought that he could actually throw the ball that far and get it to the end zone. They were on their own 45. And he, he got it there, man. Like, you didn't get enough pressure. I mean, you're not rushing anybody. You're sending everybody back.
3: But Yeah, it, it was uh, in Buck fan, and there are some online pointing out that, okay, it's Terrell Bernard right closest in coverage to Godwin, and he gives him a little tug on the jersey give me a break you're not gonna they're not they didn't call it two weeks ago they're not calling it
4: last night there was there was plenty there to call if you yeah. really want i mean there was plenty of impediment there if you wanted to really nitpick um i just no ref wants to throw that flag and you saw it against the giants once you did not see it twice and you could have seen it twice they don't want to throw that flag so th- that's coaching that's you know hey no, knowing the situation, knowing you could probably get away with a little bit more. Don't be too obvious about it, but you could probably, mm-hmm. you could, you could probably commit a foul here and, and get away with it. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, yeah, we'll look ahead to that Cincinnati game, and uh, you know, for Chris in, in South Central Kentucky, that's not as as bad a hike as it will be for most of Bill's Mafia that want to go to
3: that game. Of course, that'll be an emotional scene as well. Well. Do they suit up? Hamlin. Hamlin's only been active one game this year. Do they suit him up for that reason? I don't think so. But he'll be there. I would think they're gonna like that's gonna be like this big national news story. It's not gonna be a sports story. The fact that Demar Hamlin is going back there with T. Higgins, and we'll recount that that terrible story from January.
4: I uh, if I'm worried about anything, I mean, everybody's gonna talk about Joe Burrow. Everybody's gonna talk about the Bengals offense i'm worried about lou anaruma he's good how is he not a head coach i'm worried about lou anaruma i'm worried about the guy that held the bills in check in the playoffs last year with a defense
3: that consists of who i will just say this and if you can read between the lines folks or did the bill's hold the Bills back in that game. <laughs> maybe. Maybe,
4: just maybe. Maybe. But Lou Anarumo is a really good defensive coordinator. And I know that the Bengals have been kind of up and down, but that defense still makes me nervous, especially given recent history and what they were able to do at a time where they, now they've got extreme confidence. And, and by the way, that, that game in January, the, 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 the Hamlin game, I mean, it wasn't like the Bills were looking like they were going to light up Cincinnati that night. That was uh, a rough scene before yeah, that I, game got
3: I canceled. I thought that was going to be the, oh, gosh, Tredavious White might not be all that. Uh, to review on the Bengals, they did this last year, too. They were 5-4 and four at the midway point, and like, eh, you know, they're farting around. Foot on the pedal, and they won eight in a row. That's right. So, yes. If they go in, the Buffalo Bills, and beat Cincinnati on Sunday night football, they're back. The Bills are back. You feel pretty good. You feel pretty good because then then you're back. You have Denver, and then you have a
4: three-game winning streak. And And then then you have,
3: yes, the Jets are going to be really, really tough, but it's Zach Wilson. Okay, Zach Wilson, you should not get over you twice. So heading into Thanksgiving week against Philadelphia, you could say the Cincinnati game will set up the rest of the season. Really, what? If you grab this win on Sunday night and you have these extra days to rest for once. Sean McDermott talked about this last night. I'm like, oh, come on, because this was the soft part of the schedule. But then you're thinking, well, I guess logistically, hot logistic talk. You got to go to London. That didn't work out. And then you're coming back from London. You're playing on a Sunday night. Then you get another road game. And then you're in another prime time game. So. It hasn't been the Sunday one o'clock routine that coaches and players love here, but now you have an opportunity to get, you know, with a little extra rest here for what I think is a very, very big spotlight game on November. 15. The good thing is we have all next week to talk about.
4: This is Sean McDermott addressing Cincinnati.
3: Well, we will, um, uh, we will uh, communicate on that. I think the biggest thing that's in front of us is the football game. And that's what we have to keep it about. Um, is that is that game and uh, what it's going to take to win at Cincinnati? The emotional impact, though, um, might, might might that be something that you need to talk about? Yeah, like I said, we'll discuss yeah. it. Uh, okay. We will we'll discuss it. Um, but we
2: got to keep it about the football game.
3: Emotional impact. I mean, is it like players, like, I think they're professionals. It's not going to be like, oh, my gosh, the last time we we're here. Yeah, you know? Hard to forget that, though, man. Yeah. That,
4: that I think that scene was affected a lot of those guys. I mean, we heard about it after the fact that, that they were affected by that. I don't know how much it'll affect them come a week from Sunday, but you have to address it. And, you know, Sean McDermott doesn't have to tell us how he's going to address it. He might not have to address it in detail or go deep into it. He might just need to say, guys, I don't need to say anything. You know what this game means. Mm-hmm. And if you say that, maybe that's it. Maybe that's all the motivation they need. Um, but that's going to be fun. Th- that's interesting. And I think it leads into a weekend here this weekend where I, I want to see what Cincinnati does against San Francisco. Imagine San Francisco losing to Cincinnati. That would be three straight losses for the Niners. It's
3: possible. I mean, right. Purdy's not going to get cleared, right? Are we, do we know anything
4: about that? No, man. I'm yeah. hearing a lot of chatter about Sam Darnold. Uh, Speaking of quarterbacks who aren't getting cleared, the Tyrod show continues for the Giants. I'm reading that like they might shut Daniel Jones down. That's right. Yeah. And and you've got a lot of Giant fans who are totally fine with that. Tyrod Taylor gives them the best chance to win.
3: (laughs) Dude, I, I told you I'm driving back. And I'm listening to WFAN live call-in radio. You know, this offense hasn't looked this good. We should stick with yep. that. Ty- you put up nine points. You fools. You you, you, you have no idea. You
4: fools. You, you got- think
3: you're so much smarter than anybody else. How about talking to a fan base that live Tyrod? <laughs> Go ahead.
4: You fools. If you think that's the answer, oh, God bless you. I'm going to pat you on the head and send you on your way. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Uh, the Giants take on the Jets. At MetLife, the Battle of MetLife Stadium on uh, Sunday, and um, are we going to see Kyler Murray soon? Mm, soon, but not that he's doubtful this week. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him though within the next two three weeks. They're going to start ramping him up here. You've got a couple of games uh, coming up with the Ravens and Browns. He's he's on the physically unable to perform list, and he could be on that list until November eighth. So. The clock is ticking but there's no injury designation. His health is clear. He's got a pathway to get back on the field. They can ramp him up maybe next week, but w- worth paying attention to there uh, is Kyler Murray back.
3: Probably that means that Arizona is not going to be shipping anybody off on Tuesday. I'm like trying to think of like when we come back on Monday, we might have trades on Monday. Usually that'll happen. Um I say usually. Like when we first started doing a show, there weren't any trades. And then smart GMs realized, now let's make some moves here. So I'm expecting some moves next week, but if I had to put a percentage on it, what would be the percentage of the Buffalo Bills to do something? I'm gonna say forty percent. I'm lower. You're lower. Fifteen. Mm. I really don't think they're gonna make any any sort of move. Um it's well, it'll be a move. That will count as a move, but like will sign enough. this guy yeah. from somebody else's practice squad. Or- yeah, I mean, which doesn't mean it, it's not a trade, right? Right. Like that's just
4: signing it's a, a move. Guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I don't know that uh, that they're that they're gonna that they have that really right now in their nature. I don't know that they're buyers right now. Um. Oh, by the way, I and I'm I'm gonna only bring it up because uh, it, and I know we have a round of shots coming up, Gino. Forgive me if if we were gonna touch on this, but. Uh, Boy, Fitzpatrick was in rare form last night.
3: Taking off his shirt, and you know, yeah, he was. Uh, he played for Tampa Bay too. But, I he, would say, but, yeah. but taking off his
4: shirt, but you could tell, reluctantly taking off his shirt, he was yeah. uncomfortable with it. This was, you know, Fitz is trying to be a pro at, at his new career, yeah. and he's you, got Bill's you, Mafia you,
3: screaming at him. You have to fill me in because obviously
4: it was at yeah. the game. Yeah, so oh, see, it was yeah. post game. And they're on the set, and you know, as they do for primetime games, you've got a lot of stragglers still in the stands. You had one of them holding a, a sign uh, saying, Fitz, show your word that rhymes with Fitz. <laughs> when Josh Allen was being interviewed, he saw that sign. He said, oh, look at that. Side. that he's like, oh, look at that sign. And he's laughing at it. And of course, the camera, because I think Prime doesn't have to play by the FCC's rules. They showed the sign, oh. which I'm sure made Carissa Thompson you know, feel really, really comfortable. I'm sure she was very comfortable being the female on the set. Uh, but Fitz, during a commercial break, because they were just chanting, take, yeah. you know, take your shirt off, you know, take your shirt off. They were, they were chanting it mm. incessantly. And he finally did. And then when he came back to the set, he's wearing his sport coat over his shirtless chest. And then they said... Lose the jacket. Oh, geez. And so he lose the jacket. But you could tell Fitz was like, come on. You know, everybody was distracted. The crowd was in a frenzy. Allen was, was, wasn't was really doing anything to uh, calm anybody Listen, down. Like it, was, it was a
3: scene. Like, it's like it's entertainment. Yeah. Do we really need to get the important post game thoughts? No, it was like, hey, it by was the way, you know, point. the the,
4: uh, the Pinto Ron tailgate uh, getting uh, a lot of love as it does from time to time
3: in the primetime games. And, and how, do you, how do you come down in this? Because I, I I'm, and again, I'm just reading the comments online. I'm not listening because I'm at the game that Alan Kirk was saying nice things about Buffalo. Do you take that positively or do you take it like, oh, buffalo. Yes, this is so nice. It's so fun and a little pat no, on the I, head. I
4: actually think that when when you're talking about Bills fans and when you hear Herb Street say things like it's a college atmosphere, like I think that that's genuine. I think he believes that and I think there's truth to that. That that a Bills tailgate is is unlike any other tailgate in the NFL. It's it is uniquely ours. And it's gotten less about the violence and the jumping through the tables, although that's still a national that, thing that they right. love to show and love to trot out. But it is about community. It is about family. It is about the fun and, and celebrating and getting around. You sound this like team. a Bills commercial. I, I, it's about family. But it really is, though. I mean, think about the, when you see these tailgate. I mean, it's not like father and son and now i can say it because i took my daughter to to her first game and her, you know walked her around to her you know tailgates and all the thing like that that's uh that's pretty special mm. and uh i loved it i loved seeing all of that and and to see whitworth and uh and Fitz going to to all the tailgates and doing the shots out of the bowling ball and and you know pizza yeah. uh, pete, to pete and, and everybody that was fun that was a, a lot of fun exposure for the uh for the Bills Mafia and for the fans there uh, tailgating before the game and and after the game yeah it was wild the the post game interview was was wild and yeah, Fitzpatrick, uh, I think a lot of us would have predicted that Fitzpatrick would have ended up shirtless at some point last night.
3: I don't think you could ask for a better night weather-wise. No. So, oh, wow. Walking no. out of there, I'm like, this is perfect. No, I wasn't uh, at yeah. the game,
4: but I was in my garage. the the garage Mahal was open. The uh, game was being projected
3: on the wall, and man, it looked good. It sounded good, and it was comfortable. I will say that was the worst traffic ever. I thought we were in a major metro. Anybody that went out there last night, whether you went out at 3 o'clock or 5 o'clock like myself, it was a nightmare. Yeah, there. Um, we got to get to a round of shots next in the sports bar. Yeah, we got a fantastic week of sports, a pretty big promotion uh, for the Amherst going up to Buffalo. We'll explain here. While this might actually affect a lot of things here in Rochester, we've got uh, <laughs> we had college football last night. That you didn't notice. Uh, uh, oh, I'm, I'm worried that what last night... I'm worried about what last night could mm, signify. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that discussion. Big night in Section 5. We will set it up for all the families listening right now. Good luck to y'all tonight. And our buddy, Zach Wilson. Remember uh, Moraz there from uh, the DA show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, putting Wilson on blast here. This is oh, funny. Oh, yeah. I yeah, heard about this. Okay. All right,
4: we'll get to this and more here. A round of shots coming up in the Sports Bar. Last call before 6 o'clock as well. You can join us on The good. Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line, 866-4FAN, 585-866-4326, The Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey.
2: the fan Rochester sports
3: update counts as a win right bills hanging on 24 to 18 was the final over Tampa Bay It was a good night for Josh Allen had three scores including one on the ground it just kind of opened up for me um and it was right after I landed on the shoulder so it wasn't feeling great so I was like I don't want to take a hit so I just try to not get it it was a pass play but again it just kind of opened up and I trusted my feet and my legs and um made a play Now today, head coach Sean McDermott says that Allen's shoulder is fine. Next game, 10 days from now, the Bengals are the opponent coming up on November the 5th. Tonight, it's game one of the World Series, Arizona and Texas. Flower City has hockey tonight. It's the Amherst taking on Laval. Don Stevens will have your call beginning at 7 here on the Sports Leader. Sabres in action tonight as well. They play at New Jersey. That game you can hear on 96.5 WCMF. Giva Taglin, the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester.
2: The best local sports talk in the Flower City. One Bills Live in the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. Weekday afternoons on The Fan, Rochester.
1: The pro is that they play a very chaotic style, and now you've seen it
3: twice. So maybe there's a little bit of uh, uh, understanding. It doesn't make it easier uh, because they're a good
1: team with a lot of talent. It doesn't make it easier, but you might understand what's coming your way a little bit more.
4: Here's Rochester Americans head coach Seth Appert, Laval, the Rocket. Tonight's opponent at Blue Cross Arena. Puck drop just after 7 o'clock here on The Fan Rochester.
3: Yeah, so where we have the Amherst and Laval, we have the Sabres in between the two of these. Uh there's story here. Uh current Amherst VP of Business Operations, Rob Minter has a new title. He is now the interim COO of the Buffalo Sabres. This okay. after uh, the departure of John Ross. Um, this according to Tim Graham of The Athletic, and actually Minter confirming that with me last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know like if he wants this or not, but I think that the, the Sabres actually would be in good hands if they brought Ron Minter up from Rochester. He has a good business mind. Uh, and then everybody else here in Rochester is going to have to pick up the slack. Yeah, well, the look, theater. I mean, let's, let's
4: look at where the team was, where the arena was then versus where it is now. I, rob Minter's the guy for the job like that's a, just based on his
3: resume alone he should he should get that gig yep he came from big league experience too he was in charge of ticket operations for the pelicans the nba so imagine that you go from the nba to pagula he saw an opportunity here so i love that think, for him. yeah that's good yeah so rob hopefully uh they take that interim tag off Stick in Buffalo. Uh, it's not the World Series we wanted, but nonetheless, it's the World Series we have. Arizona playing at Texas tonight. Game one. Zach Gallen of the Snakes going against uh, former Red Sox Yankee Dodger pitcher Nathan Eovaldi, who we're joined by uh, our buddy uh, earlier today, Jim Riley, uh, from the Barreled Up podcast inside the Odyssey app. Called him Big Game Nate. He really is. Uh, has 4-0 this postseason. Game one tonight, eight oh 1st pitch on Fox. Game two is tomorrow and then Sunday is a travel day. They don't want to go up against the NFL. Monday night uh, will be in Phoenix. Danger, if we only knew now what we didn't know then. Bet MGM, <laughs> putting out this stat. It's according to John Ewing. Um, if you placed a bet on Diamondbacks Rangers as the World Series, a future before the season in March, you would have gotten plus odds at $175,000. mm Mm-hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Well,
4: I can't give you a hundred plus one hundred and seventy five thousand, but I can tell you that if you're looking for a value play, a value pick, go with the Diamondbacks on the money line tonight and get them at like uh, plus one forty seven,
3: one forty five, something like that at FanDuel. What did I get them at? I like the team that goes from uh, one city to the next and uh, like Jim told us earlier they're running. That's that's kind of the
4: thing. Yeah, you know what? I got a boost on uh, FanDuel and I, I think a lot of users will have a boost on FanDuel. Uh I got them at uh, plus 170.
3: Uh chances are you didn't notice the Syracuse football was playing last night and uh well, you didn't miss anything. 38 to 10 Virginia Tech. Um danger, what's more impressive? That the orange were over nine on third downs, or that the rushing yards zero, mm. no rushing yards in this game. Mm. The orange falling to four and four. Next up, SU is back home Friday night. Oh, this coming one week from tonight against uh, Boston College. It's the first home game for Syracuse in September. Keep your expectations low. Syracuse has lost their last four games by a combined score of 150-34. to What
4: I don't like about this news is uh, the, the whispers are getting a little bit louder about Dino Babers, and we like Dino Babers. We've had him on the show a bunch of times. I love his character. I love his energy. I don't love the language of losers, and it eked out a little bit Last, it was after last week's win, yeah, right?
3: Right, talking about the portal and like, okay, you okay. can't make excuses, no. man.
4: You cannot, you cannot make that as that cannot be an excuse. You have the same opportunity as everybody else that's out there. Now, you might not have the same money as everybody else is out there, but you can't cry about it. You can't say that that because things have changed, you're not able to do your job or you're not able to get the results that people expect. Can't do it, no. So that that makes me a little bit nervous hearing an exasperated. Dino Babers worried about things that should be under his control that, that aren't
3: like, don't, don't, don't come what, at us with the language of losers. What is better for business though, danger? Cause if you're going to have bring in a new head coach, it's going to cost you because you're going to have to tack on more years, more money than Dino Babers. So what is better for business? Is that going to get excited fan base? If it's just some coordinator you've never heard of, I mean, the expectation now is we're going to get the next Deion Sanders. Unlike you no, need, not. you need, I mean, look, look where he's
4: not wrong is you do need players. I mean, you don't have Sean Tucker anymore, right? Like he meant something zero rushing yeah, yards last zero. night. Zero, yeah.
3: Not great. Not right. So um, kind of hard to win. Yeah, for sure. Uh, beautiful night for opening night of sectional play. Actually, you couldn't ask for a better Friday night here in October, right? For the last Friday. Uh, football playoffs beginning tonight. Humor me for a second because uh, these are all great matchups. Class AA. Top seed is McQuaid, although they don't have Will, Ma- Will DeMarco at quarterback. Uh, they're going to host Rush Henrietta. Second seed is U Prep. Uh, they got tripped up there. They're at the downtown soccer stadium against Penfield. 3-6 has Hilton tonight hosting Fairport for five Pittsford is at Aquinas now in Class A. Top seed is Victor; they're undefeated. They host Churchill Chile Also undefeated is East. Six o'clock they kick off against Webster Schrader. The 3-6 matchup in Canandaigua has Greece Arcadia coming down there while around heading to Brighton in the 4-5 matchup. The sports bar wishes all the players, coaches, and their families good luck this weekend. All right,
4: so we had the honor and privilege to, to call some of these Section 5 games and see some of these teams firsthand. Gino, do you see any upsets here? Do you see any teams that could rise up and maybe shock Section 5?
3: No, I, I think that the seeds generally in this round would hold. OK, I honestly, I know, you know, I know that's not the answer you were looking for here. Um, could a Pittsburgh go into Aquinas? And that's win the one tonight? I'm looking at. Yeah, I think so. That's the one I'm looking at. And you the, prep. But, yeah. Pittsburgh you said, went to the States last year. You yeah. said you prep stumbled. Yeah. The, who did they lose to last week? So the, they, yeah. they're they coming in. They lost to Hilton. They're, they're yeah. coming in with a little bit of a blemish here on yeah. there. On, and, it's and, fine. Like, last year, they were undefeated in the regular season, and then they lost to Pittsburgh in the sectional. Right. So, yeah, maybe that's just kind of the wake-up call. Is
4: are. anybody beating Victor in Class A? I think East. East good. Yeah, East right? good. But that's then the Cananda- matchup.
3: Canandaigua plays. That You and I did that East Canandaigua God, that game. Was, that was fantastic. God, that was a game. That no, was so much fun. I, I, I highly recommend just going out to one of these games. For sure. Yeah. Go. Out. Finally, it's uh, not... The bye week for the Buffalo Bills. It kind of feels that little bit this weekend, though. Uh, Don't be surprised. and Don't get angry if some players are out of town for a long weekend. But don't tell that to WFAN Sean uh, Mraz formerly of the DA show. He got on Jets quarterback Zach Wilson for taking a vacation this past week back to Utah. Uh, While Cincinnati quarterback Joe Burrow says he sat on his couch during the bye week. This is the Mraz's quote: gas bag. Zach Wilson shouldn't have gone to Utah all week. Now, to his detractors, Mraz, uh saying that uh, checking uh, on elite quarterbacks, what they did on the bye. Uh, check out what the quarterback in Cincinnati did this week. Uh, Zach, I don't know. You're 24 at your off week. Josh Allen's going to get out of town. This is December. you,
4: you, 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 you rapscallion you. You not only are you sharing this story with me for the first time. But you're also sharing an image of Zach Wilson on vacation with his girlfriend. Nicolette Delano. Don't Google her. Whatever you Nicolette do, Delano. do not Google her. Jeez Louise.
3: You think Nicolette says, hey, uh, is that true that you were with uh, your mother's friend? And rice. Um,
4: it's a little steamy in here, Gino. And listen, Zach, way to read the D, buddy. Way to read the D. Do whatever you want on your time off, but I expect that he'll come back on Sunday with some weak knees. Weak
3: knees for Zach Wilson on Sunday. Yeah, well, they play the Jet or the Giants on Sunday. Look, if he loses to Tyrod, <laughs> Lordy. <laughs> uh,
4: all right, let's uh, get the last call next in the sports bar. We have time for your calls as we head into a great weekend of sports ahead of us. We've got plenty of action tonight and of course plenty of action throughout the course of the weekend to tell you about here as well we'll set you up for Monday afternoon in the sports bar as well you can join us at 585-866-4FAN 866-4326 score early this NFL season with FanDuel America's number one sports book Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook official partner of 95.7 The Fan right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet that's 100 and bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options including spreads, player props, over unders, and more. So, visit FanDuel.com slash Mike and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel.com slash Mike. M-I-K-E. FanDuel. Official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com for help with a gambling problem. Call 1-877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369.
1: Odyssey has sports for every fan.
2: Keep
4: up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts.
1: A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey.
2: The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia on The Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan rochester
4: you know when you're coaching against a lindy rough team i watched it uh, 15 20 years ago as a, even as a pro scout and uh, loved what he got out of his teams then and actually um stayed in the building to watch his teams play quite a bit because not only were they entertaining they played hard and, and competitively um and that hasn't changed in many many years so um yeah it's, he's uh, had an impressive career and his teams are always uh, seem to be pretty impressive too Buffalo Sabres head coach Don Granato taking on former Sabres coach Lindy Ruff and his New Jersey Devils. Not just surviving in New Jersey, thriving, getting the extension in New Jersey. Lindy Ruff doing all right for himself. Yeah, and, and listen, he's got our guy there, Chris Taylor still. Yeah, tails. Yeah. Love, love tails. us some tails. Uh, that's tonight on CMF. We have Amherst hockey for you here on the Fan Rochester. Our coverage gets underway at 7 o'clock. Laval uh, coming into Blue Cross Arena tonight.
3: Yeah, and uh, the Amherst on the road tomorrow. We've got uh, St. John Fisher football tomorrow, noon kickoff against Alfred University. And then I love this on Sunday. All day Sunday. And if you've, you've got to run around on Sunday, uh, Zach Gelb, may I suggest, if you haven't heard Ion Football, that's mm. kind of like, hey, he's going game to game to game to game. So keeping you updated. They've got the reporters in every city. It's uh, something to check out.
4: So, um, and we've got game one of the World Series tonight. If uh, you're like me, and you're actually excited for the World Series. You are lying. Ding. How, ding. How dare you? Ding. You're just You just don't love baseball. You know what it is, Gene? You don't love baseball. No, I see how you're turning this around on me. I wish... Uh, you know what? I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, what kind of American doesn't get excited, doesn't get up to watch game one of the World Series? I,
3: well, I Baseball. <laughs> we were joined. J- Jim Riley's really good. Barreled Up Podcast joined us in the 3 o'clock hour today, if you missed that. and like, We asked him about the baseball format. That's what I'm down on. We didn't get the, any matchup that we would like. And I asked him the question. He's like, well for people that think that you probably grew up when you had the best in the East against the best in the West, I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, Yep, you're speaking to baseball, right?
4: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And what, what is this? This is, if anything, it's exciting because it's two teams that nobody saw coming. It's two teams that have a lot of young, exciting talent. And for me, it's like, all right, it's two teams that aren't Houston, that aren't the Dodgers that aren't the Braves. Like I, The Phillies again. Like, I'm good with this. I'm excited for
3: it. I'll I'll have my report on Monday. I think it's a busy time of year where you got a lot of options. You're right about that. There are a lot of options. I mean, mean, Monday night, we're going to be watching uh, Lions and Raiders, I think, over – Did you see like uh, game seven last Monday night, three times as many people watch Vikings (laughs) and Niners as opposed to baseball? Well,
4: speaking of Monday night football, when we get back here on Monday, we won't have a Bills game to react to, but we will have a Monday night game to look forward to with Detroit uh, and the Raiders hitting the field Monday night. So we go to Detroit and talk to Russell Brown on Monday.
3: Yeah, so Russell Brown, uh, who also does a lot, we're inviting him on to talk about the draft, basically. There's so many quarterbacks where we're saying, we haven't even dipped our toe into this, but... But he also is a Lions fan, so that'll set up nicely for Monday. Tony Cotillo, we uh, nickname him our fantasy Goomba yes! from Wind Daily Sports. As we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll kind of review the action here with him. What uh, It's just a Sunday where we hopefully get our yard work done on Saturday so we can just kind of kick back, have a cold one, and watch some good football on yeah. Sunday. Let's, let's
4: see that rain kind of stay away so we can get out there, get active, because if you're like us, you probably haven't done anything in terms of like getting the house ready for nope. winter outside of your house. So so let's get that done in time for, for kickoff at one o'clock on Sunday. And then, of course, we can
2: share a cold one and maybe a win
4: or two. We're looking forward to that. So if you miss Jim Riley from Barreled Up, the Odyssey original podcast, or Nate Gary from the Buffalo Bills Radio Network, we'll get both of those conversations up for you right now. Wherever you get your shows, you can find them. Search out the Sports Bar. That includes Apple Podcasts, the free-to-download Odyssey app. Don't forget to subscribe. And uh, we'll also get our entire show up hour-by-hour hour, up for you uh, shortly here uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And we appreciate checking out the stream as well at The Fan Rochester on YouTube and Twitch. Like and subscribe there. We will be back Monday afternoon at 3 in the Sports Bar here on The Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey.